SumaUp is next-gen body optimization from an actual doctor that's guaranteed to get you in the best shape of your life in 90 days. You'll be at peak levels for each of the fundamentals that drive your strength, energy, and even your longevity. It's a lifelong difference you'll see in the mirror, but also feel throughout your entire day. SumaUp puts more living in life. For full details on this transformative program designed for the demanding lives of today's highest achieving entrepreneurs and CEOs, visit www.startsuma.com. So it's JD here with my co-host Stephanie, and today we're talking about how to eliminate stress as a business owner, founder, entrepreneur, and executive. It's really fascinating, Stephanie. When I talk to clients and we have people that have nine-figure businesses, we have people that are going from seven figures, eight figures, e-com entrepreneurs, and so forth, the number one unifying theme I see is they are just being overwhelmed, overloaded, and they are having downstream effects of stress. We just see super elevated scores in this particular metric for these entrepreneurs and founders and business owners. And I think to myself, you know, is there some sort of commonality? What do you think about the whole idea of stress in the workplace? Like the downstream effects, like what's been your experience? I know that anyone who innovates, anyone who is identifying problems and, and working hard to create solutions, these kinds of people, they're always looking for something, something new to work on, something new to improve and thinking about how to iterate, how to ideate all on, on that. And I think that most of these people, the limiting factor is time. The limiting factor is a function of time and their mindset. When it comes to stress, it has a lot to do with everyday activities, routines, Cadence, right? Yeah, habits, something that a lot of people can really become totally swept up in your day to day life. You you know, there's the concept of you stress versus de-stress. Stress, yeah. and, and so I think that a lot of people don't realize how much of an impact their mindset has on how they perceive everyday challenges, which, of course, the more involved you are in business, the more you're going to see see these challenges. Right. Yes. Mindset is a big deal. The first battles we say are from, one from within and how to overcome them. What I've really seen from the clients that have thrived that have really just kind of turned around, gotten leaner, kind of seen metabolic gains and so forth. They have this period of consistency. They either work out the same day, the same time. They do it consistently. Go to bed at the same time, they wake up at the same time. And for me personally, this sounds really weird, but I hired an accountability coach, right? And all he does is track my R ring and whoop band scores and, and tries to make sure that I'm going to bed on time. Like I'm waking up at the same time. I have great sleep scores. And if I'm not, they start yelling at me, right? And over slack or so forth. And that just quantum change has really impacted me in terms of being more resilient and also noticing kind of some variations in my mood, right? When I go to bed at the same time, wake up at the same time, have the same amount of sleep. So that consistency, right? That's that's a, the period number one. And then the, the, the number two is working out early in the morning for me personally, the same time, right? And so one thing I, I did that really kind of amplify this behavior, I invested in a tonal, right? And this is an at-home device. We have one in our office. And so I go early to the office at 4.30 a.m. and like no one's there so I can use it, but it just... It, you get it so you done so quickly and it's just amazing. I'm the same way. I need to work out first thing in the morning. Everyone has a routine that that works better for them. They have these this like ebb and flow of energy throughout the day. It's really important to try different things and be adaptable. Be willing to to identify, hey, this isn't working for me and maybe I need to change it. I know that I gone through routines where I was exercising first thing in the morning. I was exercising at lunch or I was exercising in the evening um, before, right before dinner or something like that. 
But what works best for me personally is waking up first thing in the morning and getting some kind of a workout and listening to my body and, you know, do I need to do more or less strength? Do I need to do more or less cardio? And then following that with a nutritious breakfast, that's, that's my routine for the morning. It allows me to be very productive first thing in the morning when I tend to be the most creative. But it's it's important to kind of identify, what, you know, like I said, where where those work best for you. It sounds so easy to do, but it's hard to implement. What are some guardrails that make sure that, hey, Stephanie, like you're going to do this, right? I got the tonal. Uh, you know, I, I have this uh, accountability coach just like just screaming at me over Slack, <laughs> sending me nasty grams and she's <laughs> like, hey, wh- what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Having a, an accountability partner, having a coach, having having someone to, to communicate with is really helpful. But also just having a routine that works well for you. I mean, for me, it's first thing in the morning. I actually exercise and I feel fantastic and my my brain functions better. I, I just, I have recognized that some people it's going to be a little bit different, but I found prioritizing myself first thing in the morning, it sets, it sets the tone for my day. And I know that I've already put that time into taking care of my physical and mental well-being. By making that switch, I've recognized a shift in how I work. I'm, I feel more fulfilled in how I work and I feel more efficient in how I work. When I'm not in a meeting, I work at, at a treadmill desk and I've seen this. Co- yeah. yeah, I've seen this co-working spaces and a lot of offices they have treadmill desks and they have they have gyms and that kind of a thing what was really popular when i was in the growth equity world is we used to take these walking meetings and that threw me off right so when i was interviewing for uh, different roles way back when this is like you know a few years ago for these partner roles at venture capital growth equity firms they would often do like a walking interview with a partner and that threw me off because i was like what the heck but i think like just doing that walking meeting was really helpful because it helped to kind of clarify if this was the right fit but if we were supposed to like hypothetically do a running meeting or jogging meeting, I don't think I've been so effective, right? And so I think that's that's the one concern I have with regard to those standing, like the, the moving desks, right? If you're exercising too much, right? Your ability to listen and kind of process information may be declining, right? So you have to find that happy medium. That's, that's you know, what I've observed. Hopefully you're not like sprinting. No, yeah, no. I keep it at a walking pace, like two miles an hour, something like that. It's not fast. If I'm sitting on my computer all day, I, do not, I don't feel good. And people who are sitting at their desks, I mean, I would imagine they probably don't feel good after... I don't feel like we're engineered for that. So yeah, I think one I, hack I did just to not, not to interrupt you, but like the standing desks. Oh my gosh, I do that. Like it's like a weird cadence. I don't have a walking desk like you, but I do the standing desk where I go up for an hour, ninety minutes, then I go down and I go up. Yeah. And I got. I think that has some really interesting effects. I have a, a standing desk. I can go from sitting to standing to walking based on you know just how I'm feeling. I feel like I need to move. I feel like I need to sit throughout the day. It really ebbs and flows, and it depends on you know am I am I super sore from the day before or something like that. Even just walking, if I feel like, you know, you're releasing some level of endorphins and burn, I mean, you're burning calories, which if you're standing versus sitting, the difference isn't that much. When you think about how much time you spend working, it makes sense to spend some of that walking in. So I have this standing desk that I just kind of, it's really wide. So I have half of it has a seat and then the other half is a treadmill tucked under it. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, forget, the, forget the tonal. It looks like you need to get like a, you know, active desk, right? Where you have a treadmill and pretty soon they'll have like a weigh machine attached to it, right? So like oh, lift your hands yeah. up. No. That, would, that would really optimize. Would be <laughs> that would be super down. <laughs> no, no, yeah. That, that's like the next, that's the next thing. And getting back to the whole idea of like stress and the age of infant distraction. And it's, it's so funny because like, I think there, there shouldn't be any stress. Like hypothetically, there should be no stress, right? We have instant delivery of movies, of food, of groceries or whatever, right? Like through the apps and stuff. We're working from home. A lot of people are, right? Why 
why is there stress, right? I think that's kind of like the biggest question that uh, is out there, but I can understand why, because especially for those that are entrepreneurs and executives and business owners, like they're super driven, right? And they have just one standard. It's just to be the very best. And that's why they're like, you know, just trying to do more than anyone else, right? But what is your th thought on that? I disagree with you. I feel like the fact that there's so much potential for instant gratification is exactly why there's so much stress. People who live in the city, they can instantly, and we, you had mentioned like door dashing food to you. You can decide Dash, on, yeah. there's an enormous volume of information to sort through to, to decide between. If you live a block from a restaurant and or a grocery store and your only option is to cook yourself dinner, it's going to be a lot easier to make yourself go do that. But instead you have this enormous volume of opportunity. Yeah. And decision fatigue. Interesting. No, that's so <laughs> interesting. You're mentioning that decision fatigue can lead to stress. Right. And that's why like Rock Bomb hypothetically used to wear the same, like used to have his wife or someone else pick out a suit and tie the night before. And Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of Honor of Facebook, yeah. wears the same shirt to avoid decision fatigue. So what you're saying is the fact that we're in the age of infinite distraction and infinite abundance, there's too much decisions to make. And that's why there's a stress, right? If that's you delete and delegate that those decisions out, the micro decisions and focus on things that matter, maybe you're not going to be so stressed out again. That's another point that as far as prioritization and optimization and making myself more efficient, something that I try to do is every, every evening when I'm kind of winding down for the day is I think about what I'm going to eat for lunch and what I'm going to eat for breakfast. If I'll make something extra for dinner and then I'll just make enough to have an have lunch for the next day. So then during the middle of my workday, when I'm really, I'm really flowing and I'm being as, um, I'm being productive. I feel like I lose momentum by making, making decisions. Like what am I going to have oh, for yeah. lunch? You're focusing because, on things that don't matter and the non-essentials, right? Yeah. No, I, and, I um, and I try to make sure that all of my meals are nutritionally balanced. And of course they have to be delicious and that kind of thing. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I'm, I'm, I think of food as like fuel. So for me, I just get something from trifecta and I have a joke with my fiance. Cause I, she calls it like, it's terrible. But she's like, what, how can you eat this? Right. And you're just like eating the same thing, like, you know, egg whites and spinach. And she's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Right. And so she's joking like that. And I, I think to myself, well, for me getting like from trifecta is it's a fantastic service, like just getting the meals delivered, like cod, and uh, they also have chicken breasts and other types of high proteins, and then just simple carbohydrates and just getting it delivered. I don't even think about it, right? And yeah. you can just easily just warm them up and just be ready to go on the stove or whatever. Uh, and so like, I'm just set that way. Or just like having a bunch of like egg whites and spinach, like pre-cooked, like the week of and eating leftovers. Yeah. Sounds really gruesome, but I guess it helps. Yeah, no, having having that option. And that's another thing where it's identifying what, what you're happy with, what works well for you and what you want to prioritize and spend your time on. I enjoy cooking, so it's something that I, I do in the evenings. I wind down, I cook myself something something for dinner and something for lunch, and I maybe get something together for breakfast. So I would do like overnight oats or something. There are a bunch of different different things. <laughs> I have to keep it interesting or else I get bored with, with what I'm eating. And it all um, falls apart, right? <laughs> yeah, the stress management <laughs> systems. Now, just to summarize, I think, you know, just from this conversation, it, it, it's really clear to me there's not one rule to fit them all, but it's just like having the self-awareness of like the possible solutions that are out there. The consistency, the daily workouts, you know, the awareness of prioritization, removing decisions, right? There's so many different tools you can use. Hiring a coach to hold you accountable, somebody like who's an expert, right? That can just kind of, you know, put you on the right path. There's so many different solutions. And so I think there are a lot of tools. It is age of infinite distraction and age of abundance, but I still don't think people should be so, so stressed out uh, given the number of solutions we have. So that's all I have for this week. Stephanie, I will catch you all next week. See you later.